from 99.9 The Fan. This is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. We got a full show today, y'all. Ryan Wilson. I always love that. Actually, I'm, I'm doing the exact pet peeve of mine uh, that radio hosts do when they start off a show and say, like, man, it's a jam Every show should be jam-packed. You never want to miss a show. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. You can't miss these shows. I mean, it's a Wednesday in Durham. Well, <laughs> yeah. If real, real quick context on that story that you just laid out. So, you know, Jillio's relatively new to radio. Yes. And I always tried to implore, to stress to you. Got to do it again tomorrow. That the thing about radio, unlike print, is that you had a great show on Monday. Guess what? You got to do it again on Tuesday. Yeah, I just I just wanted to celebrate Monday. Yeah, and you were like, man, great show Monday. And then you were like, oh, wait. And the topics are kind of the same. So you got to do it again. And you got to make it sound to the audience like this is the first time they're hearing it, right? And I tried, I tried to drill this into your head. You unsuccessfully but, tried, and then I went and I saw fine. Hamilton. Yeah, and it was a Wednesday night in Durham, and I was like, you know, I finally get it. I finally get what Joe was saying. <laughs> I, the cast was kind of treating it like it was a Wednesday night in Durham. The full energy was not there. It wasn't there. They were probably like, "Yeah, but you should have been here last night." Oh, it's like that I wasn't, I, here, the I wasn't Skyler, here last night. The Skyler sisters totally killed it last night. Here, so you know what? Every show we do is jam packed, and you should check them all out later on the YouTube channel. Go look up ninety nine nine the fan on YouTube. Smash that subscribe button, hit the likes, and leave weird comments. Which we did get a weird comment about NC State last night because you, you and I. Uh, talked yesterday ahead of NC State's game against Furman that, man, apathy, I can't help but think that apathy is setting in because we put out Hey Joe question call-outs every day, or at least I do, and there's a recurring theme over the last couple of weeks, and it's from NC State fans going, all right, when's Kevin Keats getting fired? It's like, whoa, 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 the season just got started. Let's see where things are going. It's not like State doesn't have some nice players, right? Let's wait. You know, they start off the season 0-2 in conference play. They're not seeing another game, another conference game until next Thursday against Louisville. They got Furman, or they had Furman last night. They got Vanderbilt this weekend. And you were there last night. And when I say there's nobody going to these games, the opponent matters and the record matters. I think yesterday was a combination of the two. Furman's not exactly drawn people for, what, 6.50 at night? 6.30 start. You know, Furman's a good team. And it is they a good are. Team, yeah. Well, they're a good program, I should say. I, I came to a conclusion, though, last night. One that you might appreciate. Yeah. They might slightly be ahead of your time, though. My junior year at NC State, 96, was Les Robinson's last team. Do you remember Les Robinson's last team? I don't remember his last team. They no. had Todd Fuller. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. And, and like, yeah. every game in the ACC back then in the old round, Robin, was this just gut-wrenching, just heart-smashing loss. Mm-hmm. And they fought every game, but they just couldn't win the games. Right. This team kind of reminds me of that team. I felt in, like, in the sense that they have, that team had a pro in Todd Fuller. He was a lottery pick. Sure. Jerquavion Smith is a pro. I think this team in a bubble or in a vacuum, this team is a good basketball team. But under the microscope of, hey, like you got to stop fooling around and make the tournament mm-hmm. or your coach is not going to be here, Yeah, it becomes a little bit tighter. They played really loose last night. I, I think I saw the best version of what NC State could be last night. Uh, my appreciation for Jarkel Joyner continues to increase. Shouts to Levi Watkins, their assistant coach. We're bringing Jarkel here from Ole Miss. Yeah, they uh, DJ Burns, the big boy, 
I mean, he got a lot of run in that first half. Second half was mostly <laughs> Ernest Ross. Uh, new new guy, uh, Thomas. LJ Thomas, I don't know where the heck he came from. Yeah, uh, He had 14 points last night. He looked like he could be an ACC player. Um, but I'm looking at Jack Clark, and I'm looking at some other things, and I'm going, it, it, they really need Thomas or, or Ross to come in and be that extra guy. I think you got a pro in Terquavion. I think you got a great college player in Joyner. And some of those other parts are functional, but you're missing that little extra fourth guy, if you will. Well, to me, I don't. I don't think it's. I'm not disagreeing with your overall point about NC State. For me, it's going to be a consistency, a consistency of defense, which is what we saw last night. How many turnovers did Furman have in the yeah, first first uh, half? It's like 14 turnovers. I think NC State was able to put some pressure. Yeah, they were invested. And, and, and we and we talked about this yesterday when it comes to defense. Defense is not necessarily about skill. It's about no. want to factor. You got to go out there and want to play defense. And actually, it's something that Kevin Keats uh, referred to yesterday. When he talked about how the, how the team has no problem scoring, it's the other stuff that NC State has to work on. I think one thing we've proven is that we can score the ball. Uh, where I want us to continue to do is get better, I think, and I'm not sure about this. You guys can fact check that. I think we're leading the ACC in scoring. So that's never really been a problem with this team. It's just getting better in other areas. So that's Kevin Keats, head coach of the Wolfpack. He talked about that extra guy. Could Isaiah Miranda be that extra guy? He's just yeah. straight out of high school. He was there he last was there night last at the end night. of the bench, and when they showed him on the Jumbotron, people people were excited. And I had a chance to talk to Kevin last night. I meant to ask him about Miranda. I didn't, in full disclosure. Yeah. Um, but I, 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 I've I, seen this before where we have this savior syndrome. You know, if only Braxton Beverly was eligible. Right. If, Al, if only Al Pinkins could get that extra year of eligibility. Al Pink, jeez. Right? Here's Keats on Miranda showing up on campus and when you might see him and also tempering those expectations. Listen, I am so excited to have him, uh, first of all. And um, he's a talented young man coming in. Uh, just I want everybody to remember he is a high school kid that's coming into a program that's already been going for a while where we've taken a foreign trip and we now I think we played, what is this, um, 12 games. Uh, but he's talented. He runs the floor. He can block shots. He's got a skill level that's really good. He's a legitimate, in my opinion, you know, top 30 player in the country. Uh, I do not know when he's going to play. Uh, hopefully by the end of the week um, he's cleared from everything and he can get some practice time. Um, I wouldn't say be prepared for him to play against Vanderbilt. I wouldn't be say be prepared for him to play against our, our next game after that. I, I don't know, but we're going to try to ease him in. So there's Kevin Keats, as you said, uh, a little bit on that savior syndrome with Isaiah Miranda. Also last night in Chapel Hill, Carolina had no problems beating Citadel. Uh, they got to the biscuit barrier, 100 points last night, 167. The Tar Heels, going back to what you expect out of the Tar Heels, 24 assists there on we go. 32 made There's baskets. Some ball hey, that's exactly what it's about. And Hubert Davis makes it really, really simple for you to understand. They've had some time to practice. This gets back to what we talked about following that stretch of games. It saw a four-overtime loss to a very good Alabama team, by the way. Uh, who turned around and beat Houston, yeah. So, yeah, that was the big, you know, nationally, Alabama beating Houston last night was a big deal. And then, you know, you follow that up with an ACC Big Ten Challenge game against Indiana. Then you go on the road again to Virginia Tech. You get the week off. ACC opponent, Georgia Tech, work on the things you want. Move Ball movement, getting it to Armando Baycott. It continued last night against the Citadel. Here's Hubert Davis on that time to practice. 
We were on the road, it's just, we were playing so many games and traveling, we couldn't practice. And so now that we've been home for a week and a half, we've actually had time to practice. And I know that sounds simple, but it's really a big deal. You know, just having an opportunity to build habits, to get out there and practice and find a rhythm. And also for me as a coach, to be able to coach that and to see that in practice, as opposed to in the heat of a game, a one-point game in the second half, you know, it's, it gives me confidence, it gives them confidence, and um, I really feel like being at home the last week and a half has really helped us in terms of becoming a better basketball team because we've been here and we've been able to practice. So that's Hubert Davis, North Carolina head coach on the win last night. Uh, played a lot on of uh, a lot of guys off the bench as well in like the last 10 minutes of the game because uh, it was a blowout. But here's the thing about North Carolina. It's good that they've been home. It's good that they're getting healthier. It's good that they've been able to practice and work through some stuff. But the schedule ramps back up again for the Tar Heels. And they have prove-it games coming up against Ohio State and Michigan before they get back into ACC play against Pitt and Wake Forest. So that's where the Tar Heels are right now. I would say cautious optimism that the, the a difficult portion of their schedule has been put behind them. They can work on what they need to, refocus, and you'll see what the Tar Heels are truly capable of. You're not going to want to hear this if, if you're even not a North Carolina fan. You need The ACC needs North Carolina to win these next two games. They do. These are important games for Carolina and the ACC. More great news for Cary commuters. With the new GoCarry app, you can track your bus live on the interactive map feature. Stay informed with the latest news and service updates right at your fingertips. Save your favorite locations and routes for quick and easy access, making your daily commute a breeze. Plus, with the GoCarry app, you can easily connect to GoCarry.org for even more resources and information. Best of all, the GoCarry app is absolutely free to download on the Apple and Google Play stores. GoCarry, where getting there is just a tap away. Did you know that your unused medications could end up in the wrong hands? It's important to keep your medication secure in a locked location, such as a locking box or locking cabinet. When it's time to dispose of them, safety and properly dispose of old, expired, or unused meds by using an at-home disposal product or a medication disposal box in your community. Don't miss out on medication take-back events happening near you. Don't let anyone take what's yours. Lock your meds. Be aware. Don't share. Learn more at lockyourmeds.org nc. Canes get the one nothing win last night. And the, the, the story of the Carolina Hurricanes over the last couple of weeks is twofold. There's the schedule, and then there's who the goalie is going to be going forward. This is from Mike Sunheim, Carolina Hurricanes PR guru. Canes finished a six-game stretch last night. How much of a grind has the schedule been? Since opening night, 50 of 64 days have involved travel, 27 outside the Eastern time zone starting on Thursday. 55 of the remaining 120 days involved travel. Four of them are out of the Eastern time zone. Rod Brindamore, head coach of the Carolina Hurricanes, uh, talked about finally getting a chance to come back home. Thursday they got the Seattle Kraken. Well, you know what? It's it's true, but we can't. What you can't do is go. Okay, we're going home, and it's going to be easy or something. We're really going to have to fight that because you know it's like you say we haven't played much at home, especially for a long time. And you know sometimes the tendency is to kind of oh we're here and crowd and it's you know well we still have to make sure we're we're taking care of business. So that's Rod Brennamore, Carolina Hurricanes head coach. Here's Adam Gold 
two minutes, you can get more on the Canes Corner podcast. Two minutes. Two minutes. Two minutes. Let's do that hockey. All right, fellas, I got two minutes for From Russia With Love. You recognize the music, right? The great Bond film? Well, you know what love means in tennis? Zero. That's what love means, and that's what Pyotr Kachetkov has given the last two teams he's faced. The New York Islanders, that was more of a best seat in the house, being a rocking chair type of shutout. He made two good saves early against the Islanders. That was basically all that was needed. The team was amazing in front of him, 16 Saves, yawn, but last night in Detroit, 27 shots at him. Carolina wasn't nearly as good defensively. They were good, but they weren't what they were on the island. But boy, was Kachetkov on top of it. Kept in by Sherrod. His drive right on save. Kachetkov rebound. Oh, mercy, Piotr Kochetkov with a huge save. Excellent chance for Detroit. And Kochetkov's there again as Jarnik is robbed. Oh, Piotr Kochetkov, two sprawling saves. And then the composure to get back up and hold his position. And think about the decision coming for Rod Brindamore and company when Freddie Anderson walks into his office and says, Hey, coach, I'm ready to go. Auntie Ranta does the same thing. He's in the outer office. He's waiting his turn because he's the backup. Hey, coach, I'm ready to go. And Rod's got to go, you know, I'm not so sure you guys are ready. I think you should really think about it because right now, Kachetkov is fourth in the NHL among goaltenders who have at least 10 starts. Fourth in the entire league in save percentage. Fourth. Is this a small sample size? 11 starts? Yeah. 12 appearances? Yeah. 7, 1, and 4. 926 save percentage. League average goaltending is 90%. 900. Both Ranta and Anderson below 90%. The best goaltender Carolina's got is that kid. The 23-year-old who was supposed to be in the minor leagues all year getting seasoning. You tell the players in that locker room that you're sending the best goaltender back to the minor leagues. I do not envy the decision, but boy, from Russia, you get nothing yet. Love. It's Adam Gold. That's two minutes brought to you by Ty Start Willis. Gold was feeling that one. For somebody who just like eats and leaves, lives and breathes hockey, mm-hmm. he was far too into that. Far too into that. I mean, I think I think. He's, How does he do it? Where does he find the energy? Whatever it is, he needs to give you some because you. Yes. You were on the struggle bus a good chunk. Like you're talking about hydration. I know. And various trust other me. things. I think. Trust go- me. I think Gold's secret is mangoes. I think it's mangoes. You know how I feel about mangoes and the orange melon. <laughs> <laughs> so Gold Gold set it up there in two minutes as it relates to Peter Kochetkov, their goalie. I don't think it's much of a debate at this point in time. Gold gave out some of the stats, but that's the third shutout of his season so far for Peter Kochetkov. That ties him for the league lead, and that's actually the first goalie this season to post back-to-back shutouts, okay? I think Kevin Weeks was the last Canes goalie to have back-to-back shutouts. That's how far back it has to go, which then got me curious. Huh. Let's go to the old hockey database Because I feel like the Carolina Hurricanes have been going through one big revolving door of goalies since the waning days of Cam Ward, right? And sure enough, that's pretty much what it's been. If you look at it, I kind of view Eddie Lack's arrival as the true line of demarcation, right? Because Anton Hudobin and Cam Ward were like that tandem at one point in time, again, as the waning days of the Cam Ward career went on. And then it was time to find the next guy. And Canes fans hated Cam Ward. Hated him. 
They blamed them for the playoff losses. They had to move on. Why would they don't? Well, here's the reason why. Because none of these jabronis that they brought in could beat Cam Ward out for the job. So shall we go down memory lane, Joe? Let's, because... Eddie Lack. I only... I only know Eddie Lack because you really, really liked Eddie Lack because he liked tacos. Fun fact. Dude owes you. If you go to Gonza Tacos and Tequila, the Laco Taco is still on the menu. Most people going to Gonza now are going, what's a Laco Taco? They have no reference to Eddie Lack. And yes, uh, Lack loves tacos. Scott Darling, remember when he was the answer? Yeah. Unfortunate. Unfortunate. Oh, brother, this guy stinks! Peter Morazic didn't stink, but he wasn't a long-term answer, obviously. Curtis McElhaney comes through. James the Ryan, The James Reimer had his stint. Then you start getting into the one-offs like Anton Forsberg, Alex Leone. Remember Jack LaFontaine? Oh, yeah, last year. Last year? <laughs> he played for every Big Ten team in the world. Played two games for the Carolina Hurricanes, yeah. basically on an emergency basis. And, yeah, I don't need to get into the Alex Nedeljkovic uh, relitigation. The guy spent a lot of time in the system, and the Canes never truly felt that he was the answer. He was hot when he was hot, and then they moved on. Yeah, but I, I recognize all of those names. Mm-hmm. You had, like, Chest Brockwell and oh, I mean, a couple got, other porn if stars. You, if from, you want to go back to the dark ages, yeah, the, like the 10-year span where they weren't making the playoffs, Manny Legacy, Mike Murphy, Canes legend Brian Boucher, Dan Ellis. I'm calling shenanigans on Dan Ellis. I Dan, think you made Dan that Ellis up. Dan Ellis played 19 games in 2013. <laughs> I think Dan Ellis is on the uh, <laughs> the buy.com tour. He, he's a golfer. Yeah. I bring all this up to illustrate a point. The Canes have been, and for the most part the last couple of years, have patchworked their goalies. And it's worked out for the most part. They've but gone with veteran tandems the last few years in the playoffs. Yeah. The problem with the veteran tandems, though, that they've had as of late is that they're like glass. And this is not a knock to Antti Ranta, who's a good dude. It's not a knock on Freddie Anderson, but there are some injury concerns. Yeah. And this is where Kochekov, where he really got an opportunity for himself last year. The Canes truly feel he's worth something because they just signed to a four-year contract. That is a lottery ticket, as you like to describe. Because if he pays off, that four-year contract's going to look amazingly well. And back on December 5th, Don Waddell, the president and general manager of the Carolina Hurricanes, did a Q&A with Corey Lavalette over at The Athletic. And in that Q&A, he was talking about, well, yeah, we're going to have to send Piotr back to, to Chicago to get some seasoning. Buddy, no. Not now. I would love to know what Don Waddell thinks now. And this is, you can carry three. They carried three last year. Yeah. But I think it's abundantly clear that Auntie Ranta has to take the step back. And you get Freddie Anderson back in there to work with Peter Kochekov, and you ride that hot hand. Are you ready for the big game? At The Designery, we can help you arrange your kitchen in the perfect way to feed everyone coming over for the big game. I'm Dana Merrill, the owner of The Designery in North Raleigh. And I am True Merrill. The Designery grand opening, we're scheduled to open a 16th and do our grand opening party then. We're going to be catering some food. We're doing some giveaways. We have a VR headset, an Echo Show, some kitchen gadgets, and some fancy knives. 12 to 2 p.m. Please stop by our showroom, 3030 Wake Forest Road. That's The Designery at The designery.com. 